Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Get him, Bo! That's exciting you to you? That I, it's in slow motion. <laughs> if you saw it in a moment, and if I was a little bit closer to you right now, you could still smell last night on me. That's exciting to you. Yes! Good Watching morning, New York City. Watching a bunch of grown-ass men run there around on ice and There is still a team alive a- in the postseason, and that team plays hockey. The New York That's Islanders exciting to you. forced a game seven. Yeah. Congrats, oh, Alan. I'm sorry. An Congrats. overtime comeback win? That's not exciting? That's exciting. That's not exciting. If that's not exciting, tell you what. You listen to this, and you tell me if this doesn't excite you. Play. Bailey couldn't hold his own. Turnover in tight. God bless you, Chris King. God bless you, Chris King. King. I don't have a voice. How could you think he could have a voice? He doesn't have a voice left either, Chris King. Islanders Radio Network with the call. Listen, they were losing. How was it last night, Alan? How was it? it, This is look. First of all, the building's closed. They have a new arena that they're opening at Belmont. So, so this arena is Nassau Coliseum. Nassau Coliseum. Jeez, that was around when I was playing for the Jets. That building's older than you and I. Yeah, I think it's the second oldest building in in the NHL. Mm. I believe the Garden is it was, the oldest. Oh, it was old back then. <laughs> yeah. So this building is mm-hmm. is they're closing it. That's yes. it. So every game, it's like, is this the last game? Is this the last game? So you know, like, so they're closing it after this season. Season, yeah, it's done so, for hockey. Yeah, for, for hockey, hockey. Yeah. they're not going to play there anymore. And now it's official because they've had this before. Anyways. The point is, is that so there was nervousness about they're down three two in the series. As mm-hmm. everybody knows, they lost eight nothing. Yes, in game five, it was Skunked. embarrassing. Yes, as you said. So now they're down two nothing going into the third period. Uh, yeah, they're down two. No, no, sorry, it was two nothing in the second period. Uh-huh. And you're thinking, all right, we're going home. Like, like it's it. Just close the building. It's going to be over. And they made that comeback. They get the, the, they should two you know, two to force overtime. Two, well, they scored the second goal right to force OT. They hang on, too, because it got dicey. And then they get to OT, and then it was 63 seconds into overtime they score. So, in, 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 explain to And me. the party after that was off the chart. Like, it was so 15,000 people, nobody wanted to go home. The first goal is over, or they, the clock? Yeah, it's sudden death. So, the first goal is over. Oh, okay. First time you score, it's over. No matter who scores, who, yeah. it's over. Okay. And that's, and that's legit what happened. So, they had to rally back, score three goals after being down – Two nothing. Yes. To to stave off elimination, you, you are about already. to be eliminated. <laughs> I'm just making sure you understand what I mean. He all excited. Over I am. Right? It was. It, I'm not all right. No, because now there's a game seven on Friday night, and you know the nerves come back again. But it's still if the if they lose game seven, they close that building. Now this is a building. It's in Tampa. Though, wait, right? Alan. Alan wait, Tampa. I have a question for you. Yeah. What's up with the fans throwing stuff on the ice? What's up with that? That was a celebration, man. That was. That's what they do. What, what happens saying? when you celebrate a win? What do you do? Like, we see the water bottle celebration. Everybody does that, right? Uh-huh. When the guys come in the locker room, we go, that's what that was. It just became a just, just celebrate, just start pop champagne, just go crazy. We knew it could be the last game in that building, and everybody just got into it. The players loved it. They were I laughing. Saw One player Woody. was trying to knock, a, knock, knock the bottles around in midair. Damien Woody, there we go. This me and D. Wood. Look at y'all. Damien Woody, you got to look at his Twitter. He, when I went to check on him, I was like, you all right? Because he, Looking like a hype man. He, there we go. Look, look, at, look, oh, look. God. On ESPN News right now. They're Y'all showing. too grown he to fell. be acting look, like he that. He fell. He fell. <laughs> you guys are too grown to be acting that way. He, he absolutely lost it. It was hysterical. His whole family was there. They had a great time. 
D Woods, beautiful family. Had a, it was awesome. He was right on the glass too. I um, am <clears> a few rows back. That's fun. I did not have the best seats that he had. He had great seats. Think he wore the same clothes home, and to work again today? I hope not. Uh, okay. All right, but I didn't have as much time <laughs> to recover. But still, like it was, it was a lot of fun. These are those, you know, these sports moments. Yes. This is a building, by the way. The, the team that played in this building, the last North American team to win four straight championships, is this team, this franchise, and they did it in that building. So the, there was a lot of playoff magic in the history of this building, and this was one more, where's which was the, made it where, exciting. Where's the new stadium going? In Belmont, you know Belmont Racetrack? Yeah. Belmont, uh-huh. right? It's, uh-huh. so, oh, so it's, it's literally around like a mile and a half yeah. down, yeah. down yeah. Hempstead Tournament. Mm-hmm. Not far away at all, but a much a beautiful building. So they, just they tore down that racetrack in – No, no, the racetrack's still there. there. They property built, next to it or yeah, something? They, 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 yeah, it was uh, with the state. They, they built an arena that was long overdue for this team, and it's a beautiful building, and it's going to open next season. So these are the last days of this arena. And that's why when people got upset about, oh, they're throwing beer and they're throwing bottles, it wasn't <laughs> a single person upset about that. It was just hysterical. And we're all soaked in beer and the players are laughing about it and knocking the bottles around and stuff. And it just was – you heard the players after. It was uh, Bavilio who scored the goal. He said, it's a building that smells like cigarettes and now it smells oh. like beer. That's how old the building oh. is, guys. It does. It's just old. And there were times Key, that's like one of the clubs that when you leave the clubs, yeah. you're just like, oh, why do I smell like this? That's why Key keeps looking at me weird because I smell like yeah, that it, right it, now. I smell like last <laughs> night. <laughs> and I apologize though, to nobody. No, it's all good. You, you have fun. You worked late last night and yeah. you up early today. That's right. Well, I, or I just worked late last night and then came here. It's, 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 it's fine. I used <laughs> yeah. to do that. When I Running tab. It's, yeah, I'm there right now. But I apologize for my voice, everybody, and I will now get back to everything. And then you go do. home and you won't sleep even though you think you're going to go to sleep. Oh, I will sleep. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive. <laughs> yeah, sure to wake you up. And by the way, guys, thank you for that. That meant a lot. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So that was our hockey for the summer. Yes, it was. So can we <laughs> let, let's bring this back though? A, a conversation from earlier because I wanted to make a point, and I want to see what you guys both thought, especially you, Jay. So Steve Kerr, this is from NBC Bay Area. Remember, he won championships as a player with Michael Jordan. He won championships as a coach with Kevin Durant, and he made this interesting point about Kevin Durant uh, when, in comparison to Michael Jordan. Take a listen. He's the most talented basketball player on earth, uh, if not of all time, honestly. Um, he's just so gifted. He played with Michael Jordan. And, and, and I know. And I know. Right I there. think he's more gifted. I really do. I mean, it, that's saying something, but Kevin is a different, entirely different breed. I mean, 6'11", uh, with guard skills, unlimited three-point range, passing, shot blocking at the rim. It's just stunning. And watching him this year was uh, really, really gratifying to see now i'm not gonna we're not gonna argue it that's his take that's his his uh he has a very intimate knowledge of both players so i'm not arguing it but i'm gonna say this because of what we just saw out of kevin durant this year and a toenail away from winning a series basically by himself with that three-pointer that ended up being a two they lose in overtime he had nothing left in the tank played the entire game but i'm saying this because kevin durant now comes back next year with brooklyn and they still will be the favorite to win a championship. Kevin Durant is right now the best player to ever play basketball in New York for either team. Yeah. He's easily. the best player. Like, was that even a question, seen. though? No, I'm not. It's not was a question. Was that even a question, it's a though, statement. Alan? It's a statement, Jay. He is 
after one season, seeing him come back, because we didn't know what he'd be coming off Achilles, so we clearly couldn't make that statement now. But I can make it now. And if he wins a championship, like that's one of the great – it doesn't matter if it's the Nets or the Knicks. doesn't matter. It's one of the great stories in New York sports history, which you think about it. Dr. J played for the Nets, Jason Kidd, Patrick Ewing, Clyde Frazier, Willis He is the most gifted, just like Kerr said, but he is the best player to ever play in the biggest market, the biggest basketball market in the country. And that's, that's a pretty significant statement. I'm not saying you guys would agree or disagree. I'm just making the statement. I, so no, it's out I'm, there. I'm, I don't, I'm just thinking in my mind. It? I'm processing it so, and thinking in my mind what I do know. You mentioned kids. You mentioned Dr. J. Obviously, no, he Patrick would be key. Ewing. No, I'm just, I'm just going through my yeah. mind, processing I'm just, it. But how about I'll, ask, I'll I'm, add I'm this interest, caveat. I'm in, Alan, I'm interested, I'm missing, though, for one quick second anybody? before you provide the caveat. I'm not missing anybody. Because, like, are you – so it, it's – this conversation, do you consider Brooklyn part of New York now? Well, because I mean, before a lot of you have a lot of Nick fans that don't feel like Brooklyn is New well, York. Look, geographically, he plays. So uh, now you can't New say York. all of a sudden like, well, he's the greatest player in New York because well, before well, you argue that he's not really part of the New York. Well, no, no Brooklyn but that, is New York, look, man. Hey, I know it sometimes, is, dude, but like, sometimes we have fun. And just say that stuff like, ah, they're not really New York. Where, where, the, uh, where are the okay. taxes? Are okay. the, the taxes yeah, exactly. New York? Check, or they I check understand. his pay stuff. He plays in New York City. Yeah. For you. But, but I, you know, I, now, let me add like, the caveat, though. Let me add the caveat. The caveat is this. Now I think, though, he really – like, he need to win a championship to be – to to. like, the statement is made, and you can't take it back because of his talent. But if he wow. really wants to be legendary in New York – He's got to win the championship. There's a huge difference between you, being great you. and then being yes. legendary in this city. It's a very special thing. Winning a championship stamps him. I think he'll win a championship. You think he'll do it? Yeah, if they, if they yes. stay healthy. Well, it's a big if, though. We said that already I, I, about Okay, them. so when they're healthy, is that well, better for you? Well, they have to, though. It, it health is a part of it for everybody. Everybody, you're right. And, and the team that is the healthiest usually come out on top when they're good. You see right now, the Suns are healthy. Chris Paul is healthy. The only reason why he had to miss is because of the protocols, right. not the injuries. Right. We right. saw what happened to the Lakers. We saw what happened to Denver. We saw what happened to the Clippers. Well, look what happened we, to the Warriors when he well, got hurt. They couldn't yeah. win a championship. So when you look hurt. at it, let's assume they are going to be healthy. Like you said, they're going to probably be the favorites coming in, and they'll probably go from wire to wire. I mean, they, that's probably the case if they're all healthy. He'll win a championship here because they're not going. They first of all, they can't go anywhere. Then he will go into into the history of New York sports as one of the all time greats to ever play for a team in this city. One yeah. of the all Brooklyn's finest. All yeah, one of the all time Brooklyn's greats. finest. I'm talking Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle. Like you could put it, Mark Messier, yes. whoever. Put them all on the list. I don't care that there's not a huge fan base for this team. The reality is I, that they have never seen a player of his caliber. Play basketball for a team in this city. It's, we've never seen it. I don't know, I'm curious because I know you're a diehard Knicks fan. Like, would Knicks fans embrace Kevin Durant as a New Yorker? No, no, you don't embrace. Well, that, so you don't. You, that, you recognize that, it, but I don't think you embrace it. It's just that we talk about Clippers and Lakers. If Kawhi wins a championship, no, with the but Clippers, he's saying he's saying as a New Yorker opposed as a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah, that's what, well, opposed. I, to I, that's where I think it's a really interesting team. internal right. internal I'll, New I'll York conversation, right? See, I can here, answer because I've heard. Go ahead, Jay. I was. I, I hear Nick fans are like, "Well, he, it's not really New York." That, that's why I asked you that question before. And I know Brooklyn is New York. Lived in Brooklyn for a very long time. But just understanding like how 
New York Knicks fans don't see. Oh, it's a transplant but team. But they see Durant, really from New Jersey. You, you might not want to recognize. I know, but you see him. I'll say it okay. this way. As Yankee fans are extremely, you talk about the, the highest level of arrogance. It's Yankee fans, just like Laker fans, just like Cowboys fans. The highest level of arrogance. And I will say this. Yankee fans would look at KD. I mean, say, Nick fans would look at KD like Yankee fans look at Tom Seaver. Like that guy was hmm. unbelievable. Like, like that's a great player. You know, now the thing about the Yankees is that eventually Tom Seaver pitched for the Yankees, eventually Dallas Strawberry pitched for the Yankees, <laughs> you know, played for the Yankees, Doc Gooden. So it anything, anything good them, the Mets yes. ever had ended up playing for the Yankees. But even Yankees <laughs> fans, when it comes to Mike Piazza, you look at Mike Piazza, you think he's one of the greatest of all time. Pizza, pizza. And it's, you know, you respect it. And I think that's what's the most important part. It doesn't mean you embrace, you don't love, you don't celebrate, but it just becomes like, man, yeah, yeah. See, you, when you, he was, with, when he was playing think, for the Nets, I, I, I they, were, they were the truth. It's different. I look at it different than what Jay said. Do they embrace him as a New Yorker? Do they adopt him? Does he become a New Yorker kind of that feel? When he walks down the street, it's, yo, Kevin! I think it already is. I think it already is. See, I felt it was like that way when he signed, though. Don't you, Alan? New York, like, oh, it's New York. Like, hey, my man, you know, everywhere he goes other than just in Brooklyn. Oh, I think it exists. But Alan, you don't think it was that way when he signed with the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. Considering his resume? Well, there was a lot like, of people I felt that like he was, as soon first. as he signed with the Brooklyn Nets, I was like, he's going to be one of the greatest New Yorkers ever seen. Yeah. And, and, as soon as and, he signed. And we had to see what he looked like coming off does he break? Does he embrace, I don't know, you, you know Kevin Durant, I don't, Jay. Does he embrace New York, though? Like, is he, like, in the New York hustle and bustle? All the time. Is he, is he in I mean, the I think they were at, I think they were at the Mets game last night. I think Rich Kleiman and those guys posted. Yeah, I think he likes this. The let's, game last night. let's bring in Brian Windhorst, our ESPN NBA insider, uh, in this conversation. When he spent some time here in New York, he certainly understands all this stuff. And Wendy, I mean, I don't think I was going out on a limb when I said that, but I, I, I needed to see like what kind of year would he have coming off the injury? Could he get back to a level? I almost felt like he got back to that level and then some. And when you think about you know the history of very prideful basketball in New York, everybody loves it, but we know that historically the the pro teams have not been great, but we've had Hall of Famers here. But I just look at it like he would go down as the best to ever play for a team based in New York. I can't think of another player of his caliber and talent. And if he wins a championship with the Nets, it reaches legendary status when it comes to New York sports. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, Kevin Durant's a top 10 all-time NBA player. Are there any Knicks on the top 10 and list already? Top I don't 10. know of any. Yeah, I can't think. I, no, Preach, I, Brian. I, the closest so you I, get I, is I mean, Walt Kevin Frazier Durant is a legendary Lewis. player. He doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. The complicated situation between the Nets and the Knicks, you talk to certain people from New York, the Nets will never rate. You talk to people in L.A., the Clippers will never rate. But, you know, who knows? You win four titles in seven years or something like that, it would change. But Kevin Durant doesn't need anything from anybody. He doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. He doesn't owe anybody an apology for anything. He is absolutely spectacular. He he probably could have won the last – well, he's, he's had some injuries. But in his healthy years, he probably could have won the last eight to ten scoring titles. He could have ripped off every single one. But mm-hmm. he's elected to go play for teams where he's got to take care of his teammates. But if he wanted to, he would he would obliterate Kareem's record. Um, mm-hmm. the, the guy is untouchable as far as I'm concerned. Brian, I need you to help us settle a debate that we were having this morning. Uh, because obviously we're talking about a superstar on Kevin Durant. Is Troy Young a superstar? Hell yes, he is. Thank you. Hell yes, he is. Can you, pl- can you please tell Alan and Key why? 
you just see you know what the, you know what the Hawks just did? They just they just won game one on the road for the third consecutive game, the third consecutive series. That like that's Michael Jordan stuff. You want to know why I say it's Michael Jordan stuff? Because it hasn't happened since Jordan did it in '89, when Jordan was ascendant. Um, and uh, watching Trey come into these arenas and just grab them by the throat and have no fear and just take these games to lead teams to victory when he's hot, to lead teams to victory when he's not. He tweaks his shoulder in the last round and has 18 assists in the game because he can't make a shot. Shimmy's on Milwaukee, and they just sit there and watch him do it <laughs> as he dances around their court. You don't think that's a man who has a presence and is a superstar? He's blown me away. One of the most impressive playoff runs and unexpected playoff runs I've ever seen in my career. Not because, you know, that they've accomplished anything yet, but because this guy had never done it before. And he's out there walking around like it's his 10th playoff. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more impressed with him. Yeah, that, don't, mm-hmm. Alan? No, 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 stop. Mm-hmm. stop. You stop. were sitting there arguing don't with stop. me the first whole first segment. Wendy, don't fall for this. He's trying to put you not versus even gonna, me. I'm, I'm not letting I'm not even going to fall in, Wendy. I'm not falling in the Jays trap, and I understand where you're coming from. But to me, superstar is a big word to use after one uh, Eastern Conference final game. For me, I, I gotta, I gotta see more. I just do. That's just how I judge. That's fair. But but I but what you said though, Brian, is how I feel. And I said this at the very top of the show. Trey looks so comfortable on the court right now for a guy that you would think in his first experience of this level. You might have a little bit of nerves, a little bit of stuff. He seems to thrive the deeper this run has gone, the bigger the stage, the brighter the lights, the bigger the audience. He just seems to thrive in it. And as you mentioned, on the road, from, from game one at the Garden where they're chanting blank, you know, Trey Young, and he's just basking in it, you got to be wired different. And that is what tells you this is the type of box office thing that you look for because whether it's a hero or a villain, he's right now must watch. And, you know, if you, would, if you didn't know basketball and you just came, were brought to the game last night and said, one of these guys has won two most, most valuable player awards, who would you say had won it? <laughs> and I understand, you know, I understand you, uh, you look at any individual game, anything can happen. But it's more about the poise in that situation. I mean, 48 points on the road, game one, Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, that's just some specs. Some spectacular stuff. This team is six and two on the road in the playoffs. And again, if it was a LeBron team that had gone six and two, LeBron won a road playoff game in like twenty-seven consecutive series. It's one of the greatest stats of his career. If LeBron goes six and two in the playoffs, his team does it on the road. I'm like, okay, well they've got LeBron. This guy, you know, wasn't on the All Star team. Right. They were they were like seven or eight games below five hundred when they fired Lloyd Pierce back in uh, January, February, whenever it was. So it's not just the performance that you're seeing. It's the exceeding of expectations. And that's one of the things that happens in the NBA. There's a, there's a maturation process, like a bell curve. Um, when, you are, when you exceed expectations, you blow everybody away. It'll eventually turn to having high expectations. Next year, we will now expect Trey Young to do this. And when he has a, 24 point playoff game and gets outscored by a guy like Giannis will be saying what happened to Trey Young Mm -hmm. that's the nature of the game but right now he is ascendant and how can you not look at it and be impressed Brian you mentioned expectations what are the expectations for Chris Paul 
I mean, you know, he's been limited in what he can do basketball-wise for the last week, but from what I understand, he has not had significant symptoms, which um, he wouldn't be able to come back uh, today if he had significant symptoms. So if he is indeed cleared to play today, it means that he had, he was pretty much asymptomatic, which means, by the way, the vaccine did its job. He, he got he got the uh, the virus but didn't get very sick. Um, unfortunately, the nature of the situation is he had to be away from his team. So I expect Chris Paul to um, to maybe not have his, his, his quite the same win, but um, I don't think he was sick, so I expect him to, to be great. And uh, you're going to get the Clippers' absolute best punch in this game. You expect them to uh, to fight back because that's the nature of their team. And Chris Paul will need to come up with a, a strong performance if the Suns are going to keep their amazing, and I underline this too, you say LeBron James in his you know seventh run to the finals wins nine straight playoff games. You say, okay, that's LeBron James. You say a team that like the the the, uh, the Warriors where they went sixteen and one that one year mm-hmm. that has you know three or four Hall of Famers on it. Oh, they won nine straight playoff games. I'd buy that. The Phoenix Suns <laughs> nine straight playoff wins. Yeah. Holy Moses! I mean, this is just we're seeing some special stuff. Yeah, that's, hey Brian, that's I was going to ask you real quick. Playoffs. Go ahead, Jay. I was going to ask you real quick, Brian. The fact that CP3 is coming back game three, Western Conference Finals, to his old foe, the Mm -hmm. Clippers, the team that he played on, what do do you think is going through CP3's mind, the chance to close them out in L.A.? Yeah, I mean, Jay, I think it it does sweeten it out a little bit. I think he, he loves that. But he left the Clippers a long time ago. It's a completely different franchise. And knowing how Chris Paul operates, he he sniffs the opportunity at this championship. He's never had this opportunity before. He's had a couple of bullets whiz by with that shoulder injury and now this this COVID infection. He's navigating through this. My guess is he's just going to play the team in front of him. I don't think it's going to be about revenge. I just think how can he get six more wins to get his hands on something he probably thought was impossible. Mm. Brian, do you think this – I mean, it's 0-2, and then Chris Paul is coming back. No Kawhi once again, and, and, you know, we might be hearing whispers, but we don't have anything, any confirmation about Kawhi's availability for the rest of the playoffs. With that in mind, after seeing what we saw through Game 2 with the return of Chris Paul to the lineup for the Suns, is this series over? I mean, part of me says, how can the Suns play better than they did even with Chris Paul? I mean, campaign had 29 points. Uh, I mean, I don't know if Chris Paul could have played a better game than Campaign did. Uh, you know, and, and you know, uh, 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 Booker goes out, you know, gets hit in the face and goes out, and they are in a little bit of a trouble. And Cameron Johnson, in his second season, comes out there and nails two shots. DeAndre Ayton executes a play so amazing, he he actually executed the play and couldn't believe that it happened. So. Part of me is like the Suns are playing so well right now that getting Chris Paul back isn't going to affect their output. Um, but the Clippers have to say that this series should be 1-1 10 times over, right. and they let it go through their fingers, and they have to believe that they have the formula, and they will uh, attempt to put some game plan wrinkles in and, and, and get some momentum, and that's the way the Clippers have played this postseason. But as I see the sports books, the sports books are still – giving the Clippers a great chance to make a third straight 2-0 comeback. And I just don't see apples to apples here. They had Kawhi Leonard for the last two comebacks. I know they, he didn't finish the Utah series, but he got him to 2-2. And, and now Chris Paul is coming back. I think the Clippers are in a 
pretty desperate situation, and I think they know that, and I expect them to play that way. Yeah, they just want you to buy that idea that they can come back from 0-2, but without Kawhi, it's a much different-looking team. Wendy, always great to talk to you. Your insight's terrific. Thanks so much. Thanks, Wendy. Have a good day, guys. All right, Brian Windhorst, our ESPN NBA insider Jay, on the good year. Set him up. Hotline, yeah. Kind of, kind of trying to set him up. Stick. Y'all were the ones arguing Brian, me that he's I used not to a work superstar. side by side with Brian Windhorst in the pits, man. We were covering everything oh, back in the goodness. day, so you can't divide us. NBA Western Conference Finals are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight, Game Three, as the Clippers <clears> host <throat> the Suns. Coverage begins at 8:30 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN Radio stations. Coming up, two NFL players who had major injuries and returned with giant expectations that's after key has this from o'reilly murray ac month is going on right now at o'reilly auto parts if your ac is blowing hot air you need immediately relief stop by o'reilly auto parts during murray ac month and get up to a 100 dollars gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase a murray ac compressor accumulator or dryer expansion device and condenser There's no need to sweat it out. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and talk to our professional parts people or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. No one's going to catch Barkley. He raises his hand and celebrates. Touchdown, Giants. At the end of the day, um, I'm going to come back and be the best I can for my team, Um, not just for a short span, but for a very long time. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sports Center right now. Last night, the Islanders with an epic comeback to force a Game 7. They win 3-2 in overtime at Nassau Coliseum. Rally from a 2-0 deficit. 
in the second period as they hold off elimination against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Anthony Beauvillier scores the game winner in overtime. It was his first career playoff overtime goal. Now, these are just details. You want to hear what it really sounded like? Bailey couldn't hold his own. Turnover in tight. all that that's chris king on the islanders radio network i was there it was too loud to hear anything but it was glorious game seven back in tampa on friday islanders are the third team in nhl postseason history by the way to win in overtime after overcoming multiple goal deficit while facing elimination against the defending stanley cup champs this is the stanley cup semifinals a trip to the stanley cup finals on the line to the nba chris paul listed as probable for game three Sources tell our own Adrian Wojnarowski there is optimism within the Phoenix Suns organization that CP3, who is out for the start of the Western Conference Finals because of the league's health and safety protocols, could return tonight in Los Angeles, a game you can see on ESPN and hear on ESPN Radio. Coverage starts on ESPN Radio at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Remember, the Suns have won nine straight playoff games. That's their longest streak in franchise history, third longest streak over the last five postseasons. Also in basketball, USA Basketball finalized its roster for the Olympics in Tokyo. Now, Brooklyn Nets star James Harden reportedly will pass on taking part with that team. Remember, this is he had a hamstring injury that he suffered in the playoffs, wants to rest. His teammate Kevin Durant will play for Team USA. Also, Bulls guard Zach Levine, Detroit Pistons forward Jeremy Grant were added to the team. And that completes the roster, according to Managing Director Jerry Colangelo. USA's first game is in Japan. is scheduled for July 25th against France. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's ultimate unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all in America's largest, most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Comp- compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. That's what you get for hanging out all night. Coming back from injury is a big story in the NFL man, this season as well. <clears throat> Say quads, man. You forget. Say quads. Right? We forget. <laughs> Remember what he was coming out of college. I mean, he. he I mean, he yeah, looked I unstoppable. Him, uh, he he caught my eye. I want to say either his freshman or sophomore year against Iowa. He was a Mister Do It All. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm watching Big Ten football. And he just – he was different. You could tell. It was like, oh, he – this dude right here, he's going to be all right. Yeah, he's jumping over people. Yeah. I mean, and he just powered through. And he suffers the ACL last season and now trying to get back. And as we saw on social media, him showing people as he's working out on the field, on a beach, everywhere else, hyping up Giants fans of what he can be uh, for them and especially what he can be for Daniel Jones in that offense because – his return could be the difference for the Giants of making the playoffs. He, he can get back to form. He's not the only one. Odell Beckham Jr. also went to uh, Instagram to show people that he is returning from an ACL injury as well. 
And look at look at him on a treadmill Wait. right there, Key. Go get mm. it. Showing it on ESPN News. That's the shredder, I think he's on. I mean, just Ooh, flying. Go Looks get like it. No That's what I'm saying, Alan. Like him. coming back off ACLs these days, man. Or and, and Key can obviously talk about it from the wide receiver perspective, but mm-hmm. it just it doesn't feel like that same daunting injury oh, that God, it was. No. 15, 20 years ago. No, I mean, really, like, man, I'm not sure this guy's ever going to be the same. Now guys come back way better than ever. It's better than Jay ever. changed his voice for that one. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not uh, sure uh, this guy's uh, going to come uh, back from that. I'm not, not sure, sure this guy's going to back from back. that. Well, look, I mean, that's I, – I tore my knee – I tore my ACL in college. And you was, my career was, was over. Yeah. Done. Like, it was like, you know, glue factory. And like, that, I, and, it was – there was no like, hey, uh, you know, take – you know, you can redshirt a year and come back. There was no coming back. It was done. Well, You're done. because medicine obviously – was different then. And I played Division so. two, so. They didn't really want to spin the money. How much was your speed off? It was like, hey, you know, uh, well, you're only about 12 credits away from graduating. Congratulations. Key, yeah. key. I used to set those screens so stupid, in 2.5 seconds. Now it's around 2.8. Yeah. I'm telling you. But think about it, though. Coming back from an ACL, it sounds daunting, but as we've seen since 2008, now it's mostly quarterbacks. But we've seen, you know, wide receiver Jeremy Macklin came back from it 2013, Reggie Wayne. Uh, Gronkowski, you know, as a tight end, had to come back from it. He was Adrian Peterson, famously came back MVP. and was, uh, you know, yeah, an MVP. But of all the quarterbacks, you know, Garoppolo's gone through it. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Terry Bridgewater had the gruesome injury to his knee, and he was able to return. Carson Palmer, RG three, of course, hasn't really been mm-hmm. the same. And Tom Brady was the one in two thousand eight. Remember, you know, missed that season. And he didn't need his ACL. It just, <laughs> <laughs> All he needs is his brain. Brain, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, which player out of these two guys, Odell or Saquon, which one's return is most important to his team's success? I think it, it, most important to the team's success would be Saquon, Saquon. Barkley, for sure. Because it, Daniel Jones has a lot riding on it, and so do, do the Giants. And and you've retooled your offensive line. You went out and got some other weapons on the offensive side of the ball, and the one piece that you are missing uh, is Saquon Barkley game breaker, and and when you get as I look at him a little squatty, when you get him on <laughs> when you get him on the field, and and I didn't realize that he caught the ball so well to a while ago. He catches the ball extremely oh, no, no, that, that was, he's, well. He's the I mean, Christian I, McCaffrey kind of back. yeah. And so when you look at it, you're like, damn, I forgot he had ninety catches. Yeah. You know, and so when you think about it, he's such an important part of what they want to do on offense. Now, I'll remind you, Jason Garrett is their offensive coordinator, former Dallas Cowboy head coach. He had Zeke Elliott. Yes. So, you know, they're going to use him in very uh, similar fashion than when Zeke was having the breakout seasons under Jason Garrett. So this is an opportunity for him to show to everybody based on his injury that he's healthy because he's also playing for a long-term extension. Mm-hmm. And you know how they feel about giving running backs long-term extensions. They want you to crawl, beg, and plead <laughs> to get your money. Jay, are you excited as a Giants fan for the potential of what Saquon can be if he gets back to form with this offense and the weapons they have and obviously Daniel Jones? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I love this. I, I love seeing hype videos of him. Uh, I love that he gave him the nickname Little Squatty. I think that's his new rapper name. Yeah, when's that, wait, when's that album coming out, Little Squatty? Yeah, but I, I, just the versatility, you know, and the way they're going to utilize him in both the run and pass game, I think just gives Daniel Jones uh, so much more optionality, especially with Kenny Galladay and other people they brought on board. So I, huge year for Daniel Jones, too, having a guy like that that you can do play action off of. But I, I will say this, and I, the answer is Saquon, but it will be interesting to see if Odell Beckham could be that missing link 
for the Cleveland Browns to potentially win a Super Bowl, right, or get to the AFC Championship game. I just, you know, having that big wide receiver target was the one thing you felt like they just they missed last year, those 50-50 balls that OBJ could go up there and get. You know they're a run-first, dominated offense, but having that optionality to say, OBJ, go get me one, is something that they couldn't really do with Jarvis Landry. Key, I was well, going to say that action is can can Odell expand that offense? Yeah. Is his presence going to allow yes. that offense to actually take it to another level because of the talent that Any, he's got? Anytime you add somebody like that, it's only going to help you. It's not going to hurt you. Play action pass, the safety being nosy, looking in the backfield. Next thing you know, Odell's behind him, touchdown over. We got to wrap. Oh, I mean, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing what Saquon can do for the well, Giants, no doubt you, about Jay. it. What we're looking forward to, though. <laughs> we say, oh, we got to wrap. That's <laughs> enough. But we do. But what I'm looking forward to, though, coming up is to hear from a coach in his perspective on what Trey Young is becoming in the NBA right now before our eyes. We'll do that after Jay has this, after Key has this from <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Come on, man. After Key has this. Wake up. The good news is here. Your business you. doubled. The even better news is Indeed can help you hire the right people without the wait times of a typical recruiting process. That's because Indeed has great hiring platform where you can make calls, schedule virtual interviews, and talk to candidates over video. I wonder did the Celtics do that and they got it from Indeed. Right from your easy-to-use employer dashboard. It's just another reason Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNest. Find your next great hire at Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, it's Greeny, and the Hawks will not go away. Atlanta steals home court advantage by winning game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Are they now in control of the series? We'll talk about that and more. It's me, Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. These conference finals, but we're not satisfied. We work extremely hard to be in this moment, but job is not done. It's now never, never even a minute late. Look out. Here comes Trey. He shoots the three. 
Rebound by Clint Capella, up and in. These Atlanta Hawks folks never, ever count them out. It's been fun playing with this group. We just keep fighting to the end, no matter what the score is. That's how that works. Practice, it happens a million times. It's yeah, just that that comfort that. that that kid plays with on the court is just fantastic. Trey Young goes for 48. Hawks win 116-113 game one. Stop as you heard this before. The Hawks win game one on the road, and that's what they've been doing. Despite everybody picking against them, they just keep on winning. Joining us right now, P.J. Carlissimo, ESPN NBA analyst, part of our studio coverage of game three of the Western Conference Finals tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. P.J., good morning. We're trying to. Alan Key. We're, what we're, up? We're arguing about Trey Young and, and where no, he. We're having a conversation. We're having a conversation about whether he's a superstar now, whether he's trending towards superstar, whatever it is, what he's seeing. When do we stop um, underrating it? When do we when do we realize like this is who he is instead of being surprised by these performances? Well, put me in that group with the Wii. You just heard Key talking about he didn't maybe appreciate how could Saquon catch the ball as well as he did. I knew Trey Young was a pretty good player. I had no idea he was this good. I mean, frankly, we haven't had him uh, on network TV enough, and he's all pumped up to be getting that opportunity right now. You know, in the regular season, it's Saturday night or Sunday afternoon on ABC or ESPN uh, or Turner. And they didn't have these national games. So he's just seizing it, and he's showing everybody what he can do. I mean, he's messing with people on these pick and rolls. <laughs> Mark Kestesher on our radio called him. He said he was open for three seconds on that play last night, uh, that shimmy play. That, I mean, he could have autographed the ball before he shot it. <laughs> There's no defense for him. Uh, what does he have to do? He is a superstar right now. Uh, I mean, I was critical when people used to put him with – you know, Steph and some of the, the veteran players in the league, I said, hey, they haven't even been in the playoffs until you do something in the playoffs. I said the same thing about Devin Booker. Well, guess what? The two of them are shutting me up. They're in the playoffs. They're doing it, and their team is winning. Uh, it, it's incredible uh, what, what these young guys are doing right now. And He's 22 years old. He's going to be 23, I think, in uh, July or September. He and DeAndre Ayton are both 22 years old, and they're lighting their opponents up. So it's, it's P- amazing. P.J., let me ask you this, man. Uh, he said he was open for three seconds the other day. <laughs> when, are, when are people going <laughs> to? Yeah, when are when are people going to start talking about Coach Bud and the the defensive strategy? Because when they when they went to Giannis at the five, all of a sudden you start seeing Trey Young settle for you know forty footers from the bucket instead of turning that corner and getting wherever he wanted whenever he wanted. Well, it's a problem. I I, I agree with you, but like you know. The, the argument for the drop is at least you got a seven-footer in front of him, and it allows you to keep Brook Lopez on the floor. If you're committed to playing Giannis out there, he's going to get in foul trouble if you do a steady diet of it, Jay. I, I just don't think he can play that long uh, on that. But that pick and roll, you got no shot. Even if you had a guard defending Capella and you switched occasionally – He's going to put those guys in the rearview mirror right away. Before he even gets inside the three-point line, he's going to have two defenders behind him. So it's, I mean, there's no answer. He's just torching. We're talking three different coaches, you know, three different teams, distinctly different philosophies. Nothing is working. I recognize what you're saying. I think we're going to see going deeper more and more Giannis. But the same thing when they were being critical, like, why don't you put Giannis on KD? 
because he could get in foul trouble right there. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Hey, Key, where is uh, your visiting host? Is he in Milwaukee or L.A.? Let me guess where Jay Will is. I don't see him in the studio. Is he? Uh, I'm, I'm in L.A. right here, PJ. I'm in yeah, L.A. No right kidding. now. It's, <laughs> I knew. I suspected that's where you might he, be. He's in, he's in L.A. Want to know what hotel and room number? I can tell you. Stop. <laughs> you won't find out. Want to know the phone number? No. Alias. Just, just kidding. Uh, coach, what, what, let me ask you this. Is the Bucks' performance more about Nate McMillan and what he's able to do from a coaching standpoint or more about just the way the Bucks performed? Um, a, a, little, a little bit of both. You know what this game reminded me of? Game one of the Miami series. Uh, Miami didn't uh, play particularly well. It came down to a last shot. Difference was Middleton made the shot to get it into overtime, and they dodged a bullet in that first game. Had they were like maybe if Connaughton makes that shot last night, maybe they get into overtime, maybe they win a close game, and then they play well. The first game of the playoff, seven game series, sometimes even though they've played this team three times in a regular season, there's a little bit of feeling out going on. I want to see what happens in game two, how they change their coverage. The bigger problem the Bucks have right now, Key, you're talking a team that was fifth in the NBA out of 30 teams shooting the three. They're shooting 30% in the playoffs. They're small guy, their perimeter people can't make a shot, and it makes it tough on Giannis because everybody's just packing it in the paint saying, you guys can't make shots anymore. So it's, I really think the dilemma uh, for the Bucks going forward on the offensive end is knocking down some three-point shots, which they live by in the regular season. It's it's not happening anymore. It's a kind of kind of different, totally different team. Yeah. Now, I know playoffs are different, but they're struggling. That, that mm. shot's been huge for them, a weapon. So Chris Paul returns for the Suns now tonight in this series. Coach, convince me that this series isn't over. Oh, I don't. It's not over yet. Uh, after the game tonight, I'll, I'll, I won't be able to convince you if they if they win another one. But they're back in the series, uh, the Clippers, if they can win this game. I, I don't see how, unless Kawhi comes back and Jay Will may know what you know the status, whether that's even possible. Uh, I think Kawhi comes back uh, and they win tonight. Yeah, we have a series. They don't uh, forget about it. It's their toast. PJ, mm. thanks so much as always. Good to see you. Toast. Thanks, Great PJ. being with you. I want to be on the Giants uh, comments the next time. I love the football Giants. Oh, I'd love to get you in on that. Saquon has addition, certainly, too. That giant offense. But speaking of the he NFL. Loves the Giants. I wonder what the Philadelphia Eagle fans would think of that. Why is that? Ex Villanova guy. Oh, that's fair. No, no. Seton Hall. Oh, Seton, Seton Hall. Yeah, Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, there you go. go. All right, there you go. Hey, which NFL players are about to get paid? And a future Hall of Famer who played with Trey Young weighs in on his superstar status. That's next, KJZ, ESPN Radio. Villanova, Seton Hall, same thing. Big- Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.